Welcome, dear listener, to this edition of the 12 Days of Crombie, where we will be discussing It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, dear listener, um, it's a wonderful life. My name is Dr. James Evans. Do you know how long it takes a working man to save $5,000? Just remember this, Mr. Potter, that this rabble you're talking about, they do most of the working and paying and living and dying in this community. Well, is it too much, too much to have them work and pay and live and die in a couple of decent rooms and a bath? And I'm Hugh. Merry Christmas, you wonderful old buildings alone. (laughs) There might be more of that. Oh, dear. (laughs) Very good. For, yes, we are doing It's a Wonderful Life, the the Christmas juggernaut, really. Oh, is Um, it? Is it? Is it so? Um, with as as always, we will whiz through because if you haven't seen it, you really should just turn off this podcast and watch it. Um, <laughs> Who but we'll, hasn't seen It's a Wonderful Life? We're going to whiz right? through. Well, I, I don't think it's, it's like saying I've never seen the news. <laughs> I don't think it's as it's as certainly not in this country as well well watched as you'd think. Um, really, I had to seek it out. Certainly in what my twenties, I think that was the first time I watched it. It wasn't like a, a standard. I think that's because you were in your twenties. No. I've so watched I it in my twenties because I was in my twenties. No, no, but I think, I think, I, I don't think films like this, and you know, other films of a similar age. Yeah. I don't think you're attracted to them in your twenties. That's well, the thing. So you're not seeking them out. True, true. But anyway, but, yeah. we dive. We haven't even started. Come on. Come on, we're going to whistle. So, uh, It's a Wonderful Life uh, actually begins with uh, yeah, a constellation of stars having a conversation. Um, so, it's just, it appears to be two angels having a chat, uh, looking down on Earth, saying, Oh, poor I George Bailey's. God. Really? I thought it was just a couple of archangels. Either. Um, it's, um, yeah. Divine beings having a chat, and then a little, little tiny twinkly divine being called Clarence is sent down to, to sort things out. Because actually, we, we get this vignette of all these houses in the snow and just these people praying, just saying, please help my friend george oh help george out um please help my husband oh please help my daddy he's so sad we don't know anything about this other than this character george bailey is in a really rough way yeah Um, he's in a pickle he's in a pickle and then the 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 twinkly angels as we learn that they are um start (laughs) discussing george bailey and they say okay clarence you if you want to be an angel clarence is a trainee angel like second class he's not got his wings has he not got his wings yet but he'll get them if he saves george and he's sent down to earth they say oh before that happens though we'd better give you a bit backstory on who this george bailey is and for the next hour that's it there's no more more than an hour really it's an hour yeah then 90 minutes really yeah yeah. clarence really doesn't appear until the last 30 minutes so for the next it's just a character study of of um george George bailey Bailey, isn't it yeah yeah yeah. and that that's what it is and so george bailey starts with a, a young boy saving his brother i mean george George Bailey's life is probably following several themes. One is that George is inherently decent. Mm-hmm. Um, George is is kind of ambitious, but thwarted by the town of Bedford Falls that he can never really leave because he's loosely held back by an obligation, usually to his father's uh, buildings and loan business. Mm. Um, it's also and, and the, to others, isn't he? Yes, he's, and he's held back family. by his devotion to others. 
to the to family to his yeah. friends to, to the his town, community yeah exactly community. Yeah. He, he wants he wants to go traveling he wants to go to college he wants to get away he wants to go on honeymoon he wants to do all these things and every time they reach a point when he could kind of achieve this something happens and he has to step in and do the right thing and he invariably and does, he does. Do the right yeah. Thing. yeah yeah he, you can see this is almost grinding away at george but mm. scene by scene as it happens he's looking a bit more frustrated and a bit more realizing that his dreams he, that he had aren't being weren't being realized mm. um even to the point he's when missing his chance isn't he yeah even point when 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 again, he when he um meets donna reed they, they've met first had a meet cute but the second time he meets her several years later and well, he almost knows he's going to fall in love with her and he's yeah. incredibly reluctant um, because he knows if he falls in love with her he's yeah. going to get married and settle down and he'll never get away and he's almost fighting against he that. doesn't want to it's does he most, doesn't want to fall yeah. in love with her it's Mary. one of those bizarre most bizarre courting scenes you've ever seen because yeah. he's like almost trying to chew his leg out of the trap but again yeah. he, he, he i mean it's in donna region you know, it's a wonderful wife and mother they, you know, they settle down they have four kids and all this kind of stuff i mean the overall he loves his family doesn't he he loves his family he loves his friends yeah. um and he, uh, and he works in the he's the he's the president of the buildings and loan um or the chief operating officer of the building alone with his uncle billy uh and this this building alone is the one place in bedford falls that isn't owned by the evil mr potter yeah. very um, scrooge like character isn't he incredibly scrooge like character yeah. well it, it's scrooge it's scrooge, it's, it is scrooge isn't it yeah. it's scrooge without the sincerity it's basically because yeah. yeah. <laughs> mr potter never reforms he's so mr potter is is this big capitalist who he is ringing yeah, the town right. right but yeah. is unable to completely dominate it because of this building alone because of george bailey yeah. um and then so so this is the entire backstory we have until again disaster strikes uh, and uh, Uncle Billy makes a, again, a terrible faux pas when he misplaces the, uh, the, the the deposits for the buildings and loan, which actually ends up in the hands of Mr. Potter, who, again, in the most despicable act, chooses yeah. to just keep the money. And... I couldn't remember. I thought he would hand it back as a kind of lesson, but he really doesn't. He, he, he keeps it and he, he keeps it and then he's a complete scumbag. He keeps yeah. it and then gets an arrest warrant for George Bailey for embezzlement. Yeah. With um, a reporter to take yeah. photographs. Yeah, so George <laughs> Bailey is now he's facing arrest, ruination. Mm. The, um, yeah, his the, reputation is is in tatters. Yeah, and um, we'll we'll come on the whole themes of how this portrayed. But yeah, he, he's he's got nothing to the point. He's at the lowest ebb, and he's actually looking over the bridge. And this is where the angels jump in and realize he's about to to, to commit suicide and, uh, and end it. Or when Clarence, <laughs> Clarence is the ten Clarence had to save him. Clarence's method of stopping George jumping in the river is to jump in the river. <laughs> but there's a logic to it, though. It's a there? great logic to it because George, <laughs> being an inherently good and selfless man, will yeah. jump in and save Clarence. Yeah. And he Yes. Yeah, despite himself, it's another it's another point where his actions have been thwarted. I know, but it is, it is a bit like, oh, he was going to harm himself. Then. Look, I shot yeah. him in the legs, so he couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, Clarence um, Oddbody. Yeah, and indeed he is, because Clarence mm. explains to George that he is an angel. Uh, um, Clarence is again, it's um. There's parallels with Miracle on 34th Street. There is no pretense with Clarence. He's not like, no. well, I'm just here to help. He's like, I am no. an angel. I'm a, yeah, I'm your yeah. guardian angel. Yeah, I'm your yeah. guardian angel. I'm here to help. And this is so um, there's no, I'm here to get my wings, George. Yeah. Um, You're going to help me get my wings, aren't you? Yeah. George is not really having it. He's in a low point anyway. And he's just. Well, he's, he's just trip. thought he was going to kill himself. So he's kind of bewildered, isn't he? And if I just comes up, look, it'd be better. I you know I've, I've achieved nothing this time. It'd be mm. better if I've never been born. At which point, yeah. Shazam, Clarence works as angel magic, and yeah. they step it doesn't outside. Doesn't exist. And George, he never existed. Is the whole mm. point? It's not that he's he's, he's ended. No, he, he's he never does, was. He has never, yeah, he never was. So this is where this week it's the surreal part. Because the town is now completely overrun with with kind of boozes and nightclubs, and it's and yeah. it's under. It, sounds, it's, it looks quite fun. It's like Vegas. <laughs> 
yeah. but it's but it's, everyone's unhappy. Like the the, the characters yeah. he meets, yeah. they're miserable. They don't have good lives. They live in Mr. Potter's slums. Yeah. He meets um, his mum, who is a owns a boarding house. Um, yeah. Mary is, you know, she's a spinster. Know, we'll, we'll come to Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary works in a library. Yeah. That sounds quite good as well. No, because the 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 housing estate where the uh, where they um they build all these Bailey houses to give people decent homes is still a graveyard where his mm. brother was there because he was not there to save him. And his brother, who was a, a war hero, the transporter with Menon died because his brother wasn't there to save him. All these kind of rip- mm. ripples have come out. And then the final thing is, yeah, George says, "Show me Mary, show me Mary," and yeah. the the worst fate of all, she's a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> She, she has her hair in a bun and she wears glasses. Yeah, oh God. I don't know why not meeting George would make someone's eyesight worse. <laughs> but it's like, he literally goes to her, oh my God, Mary, what have I done? Yeah, it's true, isn't it? It's like about, you know, 1,500 soldiers have died because yeah, his brother doesn't his exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing faces. glasses. <laughs> It's but, the sentiment, though, isn't it? It is a sentiment, and, and George again. George uh, is flees again for his sanity, and it goes. I'm really sorry. I wish I hadn't you know, wished that way. And it is it, it, the 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 uh, the illusion is ended, and he he does exist. And then he's, uh, which, he's euphoric. Then isn't he? He runs through the town. Merry Christmas, everyone. He realizes, despite the bad way he's in, all that he he could have lost, he still has everything. And not just yeah. everything, but when he gets back to his house and is basically yeah. just saying, "I'll take whatever comes." Turns yeah. out, whatever comes is the entire town have rallied around him, almost unaware of what trouble he's in all they heard was yeah. george is in trouble and yeah, they like and they, they and they come round don't they yeah and they fill a basket full of money yeah, so the debt is yeah. cleared um, brilliant and 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 then it's Clarence... a great scene his brother has a fantastic line where he says um uh to my big brother george the richest man in town yeah yeah that's and very then, good yeah and then the, i guess he gets a book of uh of uh, says uh, no man is a failure who has mm. friends yeah. thanks for the wings clarence and and a little bell rings so clarence gets his wings and do i'm tearing up even, no, as, no. even on that too. whistle stop no <laughs> holes barred race through i'm getting quite emotional at this yeah, so. that's weird isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah when I blow and my you're, a, you're a hard bastard I'm, i've got a heart of stone but yeah, um, you do um, you do Re- listeners he does <laughs> But I'm going to have a break while I blow my nose and then we'll <laughs> we'll get back and diagnose this as much as we can. Welcome back, everyone. I've had my uh, Vicks Vapor Rub because um, uh, obviously it's very cold outside and I've got a bit of a chesty cough. Uh, so that's it. It's helping with the breathing uh, so I can smell the delicious christmas pudding that's on the table in the kitchen where all my family are at the moment but not me i'm here recording because this is more important um no man is a failure who has people listening to his podcast <laughs> exactly yeah you, family you can stick your family give me podcasts yeah come on um well look you know nicely done hugh um thank you very very nicely done there and this is a long film as well so you pretty much sum that up i mean i you know i don't I don't think I'd need to watch the film now. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, if we'd yeah, gone through we... it scene by scene, though, we'd be here until oh, Christmas, <laughs> which is even now. Yeah, but it is Christmas. <laughs> what do you mean? But, uh, I suppose <laughs> what the first point I want to make about this, and I thought this was apocryphal, but I, I looked into it and I think it's true. This film was not initially successful. Not at all. You're uh, right. It, is, it was a bomb. It was a box office bomb. And it wasn't until it fell out of of copyright in the 70s. 70s, and, yeah. And, and so yeah. they could whack it on every every year at Christmas that people rediscovered it and absolutely loved it. And it's incredible yeah. because it it's the Shawshank Redemption before the Shawshank Redemption. It's that, <laughs> it's that, that, that era. It's, it's the sleeper hit that people just watched and loved. 
but it's initial splash nothing and that to me is incredible i know it's it's balmy isn't it because i know i know it's i know it's it's not an easy story but i i know it's not an easy story and aren't moved in any way you're not human (laughs) yeah that's right isn't it you're right it's not an easy story but i i think this is this is a film that more than many other films that I can think of, really feels novelistic. It's like a really big book that you want to get into and read about George Bailey. You know, you want to be in his company. You know, and and, uh, what I had forgotten about the film, and, you know, um, I've got goosebumps thinking about it, actually. What I really, what I'd forgotten about it was that, here's what I thought, right? I don't know why I thought this. I must have envisioned a different It's a Wonderful Life. I had in my head that the film was about um, the guardian angel and how he saved, how he saved um, uh, George Bailey. And that's, that's kind of, you know, half an hour at the end. You could, you could, yeah, you could lift off those 90 minutes of George Bailey's story and that'd be that. And that would do it. I know it's it's weird, isn't it? But the, the film is about George Bailey and it's about, it's about the sacrifice of a good man for a good cause for a good life and you know there is nothing more there is nothing more right than that is there (laughs) it's incredible and you're you're right i i i also thought you know this funny little man shows up with george bailey he takes him through his past hilarity a bit like scrooge right or christmas carol sorry so it's like that isn't it it's it's a christmas i thought this is a christmas carol but just and it is kind of but it's so much more I yeah, think. and so yeah, the, the angels learn about George as the framing device, but you're well into the story almost by the second scene because the, the 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 second scene, the first scene is he rescues his brother from the ice, so it's like a bit of action. The second yeah. scene is when he's still a young the, the actor playing young George. Also, he's very good in this scene. Yeah, he is. Uh, is, is when he, he is he's, really he's, good in this. He's scene, running yeah. for the for the druggist and the druggist yeah. whose son has died from influenza. Yeah, uh, it's 1919. I mean, you forget this is this this spans the period of like 1910 to 1940. So yeah. a lot of stuff is happening. In this yeah, period. yeah, you're right. So you're right. You get you taking, get the first world war and you get the second world war yeah and, and the great depression and influence yeah, the, yeah and, absolutely yeah, and so he's lost his this, this drug has lost his son and is so bereft and, and uh, drinking he accidentally mixes a, a poisoned cocktail of, of drugs rather than a diphtheria one and young george doesn't know what to do but he knows he can't deliver it mm. and as as he's as he's come back and not delivered it mr gower is beating him for, for not delivering yeah. and just tearful boys saying you, you didn't mean to do it mr gary but you made a mistake and gary realizes what he's done and yeah. what george's done for him it's incredibly moving and this is seen it's too. incredibly moving isn't it and mr gower's life is full of redemption isn't it because they show what would have happened if it wasn't but also he, although he's lost his son he becomes someone in the community doesn't he you yeah, know it's yeah. yeah it's incredibly powerful scene and it's that's ripping. in the first five minutes yeah <laughs> You've got two scenes in the first five minutes. One where he saves his brother from drowning in the ice, yeah. and and then has um, causes deafness in his ear, which yeah. means he can't go to war. Yeah. Which means that Harry, his brother, can go to war and be a war hero. And he stops Mister Gower poisoning a child by accident, yeah. and then not telling anyone about it, so that Mister Gower has a life. So everything he does, he benefits yeah. everyone else without what, him again, even really knowing. 
Yeah, but, but it was also a very credible reaction that young George had. So he's twelve years old and he knows something's yeah. wrong. But yeah. he doesn't like he's not incredibly precocious and like and like. No, he doesn't quite know what to do, does he? he doesn't scared. Want to him, yes, he runs to he runs to his dad. He sees the signs like yeah. ask dad he knows. At which point he witnesses his dad, who again is a, a decent man, but is basically not good at buildings and loan and getting mm. browbeaten by Mr. Potter. So he gets so he gets he sees his own dad humiliated by Mr. Potter, and he still doesn't know what to do when he goes back to Mr. Gary. He just knows he can't do what he what he, he can't go yeah. through with it. He can't so go it's, it's, it. he's prevaricating. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a very good. He does the right thing, but he doesn't do it perfectly. He's not. He's not precocious or. or he's a child, a isn't he? He's, he's a child, child. Yeah. with a streak of decency, doing yeah. what he can. Even then. Yeah. Um. And so yeah. yeah. We, so again, we um. So we further on again. It's almost like he's uh. In fact, that's when twelve-year-old George he uh he's got Mary who's who's at his counter organizing chocolate ice cream. And she whispers into his deaf ear that she, I love you, George Bailey, and I'm going to marry you one day. Yeah, <laughs> That's so yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah, I love you. Yeah, uh, it is so sweet as well, isn't it? I love yeah. you. I love you. I love you all my life. Yeah. <laughs> then he, he meets he meets Mary played then by Donna Reed. Um, yeah. They they have again. They have this nice moment. When they're dancing and thing, and they. they well, he's come it. back from he's come back from college, hasn't he? But he's no, not no, finished. He's, no, no, he's, no, he's saved from college. Oh, he that's it. Make, yes, he, that's he, right. Because his dad, even though he ran a building alone, which you think would make him, you know fairly well off he yeah. doesn't get the members of boarding house to keep making ends meet yeah. and so it's not but he's not he's he's there for the people isn't he yeah yeah exactly so george's friends have gone to college george has been saving enough money mm, to go to right. college yeah yeah and so as, so he's much older than all his contemporaries so when he, when he meets donna reed they 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 all fall into the swimming pool during this this it's another great scene <laughs> absolutely it was, it was crazy stuff yeah. again the fact that there is a, a a school hall with a retractable <laughs> dance floor yeah, that goes over the swimming pool <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Um, and so they, they're both, they're both you know, dressed in like dressing gowns, and George is in yeah, this ridiculous yeah, uh, sports yeah. uniform. But then, just as they're getting, it's it's really you know, meet cute and then they're fine. Then George has to race home because his father's had a stroke and, yeah, and died. Yeah. So George yeah. now has to stay on to run the savings home because it, they were going to just tear it up and give it to Potter. Yeah. And it's only George's impassioned speech about how important it is. Yeah. So, they're okay. not going to do that, but he has to run it. Exactly. Um, and and, and so he runs. So he, so he's again, he's about to. So Harry goes, his brother Harry goes to college first. He kind of leapfrogs him. We're going through the synopsis, aren't we? We are. We are. There, was, are. there are so many good things in the film, though, There's aren't there? So there are so many. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's things like game. So we'll come back again. James Stewart is fantastic in this. He is. Oh, he is. He, and he plays again the, the age range of George. So he plays he, that kind he, of. He does, doesn't he? Even though, yeah, he he's, does. It's magic. He's an old man. Yeah, he said actually, you know, this was his first film back from the war. Yeah, uh, so he, he was a war hero as well, wasn't he? Yeah. And he yeah. said he had a lot of trauma that helped him work him through it. So basically, he. he when Harry comes back from college, it's George's turn. But then he learned that Harry's got a, you know, a good. He's, Harry's got married and he's got a good mm. job. And George realizes this. And Harry's like, no, nothing set in stone. I know it's your turn, George. And George's like, no, no way. I'm gonna, you know, stop your future, Harry. Mm. I'll carry on running the town and this kind of stuff. And yes, here's one scene: is when George is now he gets married to to Mary. And everything's happy. They've got their honeymoon. They're about to go on it. Yeah. Um, something happens that like there's a run on the bank and the that's right there's a run on the bank so mr potter yeah yeah, yeah the first interesting thing is it took me a couple of watches and i've only just figured it out that's the wall street crash it's the wall street crash yeah and it's what it's say, what preludes yeah. the depression isn't it yeah and they never say it because this no. film came out in 1947 so they never have to say it yeah you'd know it, it would be like now having 9-11 happen yeah and all you need to say it's you know it's new york and everyone look yeah. at the telly and go, yeah. oh, no, what that yeah. means. but in 30 years time you'd have to spell that out yeah um, because i didn't know that was the wall street crash i thought i thought mr potter was trying to pull a fast one and something was going on i thought mr potter's flooded the shares or something and the yeah. bank's panicking yeah. i didn't realize it was it was you know the, the titanic event that anyone watching this movie would go oh yeah that's the i remember that day because everyone was panicking um so but basically george uses honeymoon savings to just keep the bank going for the day they yeah. need to keep going and, and mary, mary is 
Mary is happy for this to happen as well. She's the one this is the thing. Got, they're yeah. made for each other, aren't they? It's fantastic. And again, there, yeah. there's, there's moments in it when basically all the customers are saying, I want my money out. And yeah. saying, that's not how building a loan works. Yeah. Yeah. Just just tell me how much you need to last the week. And like yeah. for the first character, it's like, I want all my money. And yeah. she has to give it to him. And the second one's like, can I get $17.50? Yeah, yeah. Just, you, you beautiful person. You're a beautiful her. person. Yeah. It's like, no, no, don't tell me how much you want. Tell me how much you need. Yeah, <laughs> very good. And that's an incredibly moving moment as well, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Because she's, like, she, she's like, she basically said, well, I, I think I could make do with $17.50. And it, oh, it's just such a powerful on, scene because yeah. the first person has said, I want $232. I'm looking after myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking after myself. Yeah. And then it goes to $20. And then this last person says, well, I could do £17. And it, like your heart just flutters, oh, it's, doesn't it? It's, it's incredible. It's, and, and, it's, and because of that, because they're down to their last two dollars. Because apparently, if they, if, they, if they close the bank before closing hours, yeah. it's it's um, kind of invalidates the, the bank or whatever. But if they if they keep open until the very last minute, they're allowed to do it. So they get down to their last two dollars yeah. and they save the bank. Uh, what adds the freeze on is that Mr. Potter has offered everyone fifty uh, fifty fifty cents on the dollars to transfer their money to his bank. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and basically George Bailey is saying, please don't do this. This is the yeah. Buildings and Loan Company. This is the company that built your house. This is the company that's given you a roof. Yeah, yeah. You know, trust and, us. Yeah, work and, with and, us. Yeah, and fair enough. The building has has gone and it's prospered, and they're now building yeah. new houses. So everyone is yeah. leaving Mr. Potter's slums and going to nice buildings. There's again an Italian family, um, Martini, that's that settling their brand. And he's like, "I'm yeah. a homeowner for the first time. We'd love a nice bath and this kind of stuff." And <laughs> and basically, Potter even offers George a, a massive opportunity. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Twenty thousand dollars a year, which is like. Um, well, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like 300, 300 grand in, in, in yeah. modern terms. It's, yeah. it, and George is, is taken aback because he's still playing a young man in this. Well, and also like he's, he's normal as well, isn't he? He's tempted. Yeah, because yeah. Potter is a big rich man. He's offering mm. a hell of a job. And it's when he shakes his hand and because he's can I go home and think about it. He shakes his hand and he just looks at his hand like, I've just shaken hands with the devil. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Goes, that's what changes his mind, doesn't it? Changes his mind. And yeah. Um, yeah, so it's then then it comes to the crunch point. Is actually everything's coming up roses. The war's over. They met. They talk about the men, people in the town who fought, the people who handed the home front. Um, and and it's actually Billy, the uncle, who's so happy that um that Harry is coming back with a Congressional yeah. Medal of Honor for for doing it. Um, he that's where he messes up. He's he's got the newspaper and he's got the money, and he thrusts the newspaper in Potter's face, accidentally giving him the money at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And that's when it all goes wrong. And then when George realizes he spends the whole day looking for this missing yeah. bank. Well, also because there's a there's a, a an accounts tax expert that's yeah. turned so, up so, on so the so day as well. Yeah, so, so right, yeah, and it's, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, and, uh, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, and, and he's go, he's going to jail, isn't he? But that moment, you know, where, yeah, when George comes back for the first time and the family just doing family things, the girls gosh, practicing, his daughter's yeah. practicing the piano, one's upstairs with yeah. a sniffle, and the youngest one just comes up for George. And the, and again, this is where it's so brilliant. Um, he just has his little boy in his hands and he just hugs him. And he, and he starts he, crying, doesn't he? And everything is going through his head right now. Yeah. Up to the point of throwing off the bridge. Like he's, yeah. he's going through everything in his mind. Yeah. And, and later on in the, in, the, in the house, he's starting to fizz and like he starts shouting at people, yeah. even but though you, he shouldn't. Yeah. But, you, you, but the thing is, the, the way that he acts in that particular scene where he's, where he's hugging his child, you can you can feel what he's going through because I mean, if that yeah. was me you'd be racked with guilt yeah. and anxiety wouldn't but you but that's exactly what you do you just, you just want to grab a kid and hug him you do and hug them yeah yeah, yeah you do because you think it's going that will help it will go away and it doesn't does it yeah and then again he, he starts to lose it he starts to shout at everybody he starts to berate them and he, he's like he's taking that frustration and he knows he's wrong and then he leaves um, and this is where he like he has a drink. He, he gets into a fight because he shouted at the teacher as well. And, and, and then he, and he tree. yeah, and he's saying I'm I'm worth more dead than alive. Um, yeah. In fact, no, Potter, he goes to Potter because he, he, um, he and Potter says 
you're worth more dead than alive. You've got your life yeah. insurance is all you got. Yeah. And Potty goes, I could help you. I'm not going to. I'm going to take you. I'm going to get you arrested. <laughs> I'm going to take your business. Yeah. I'm going to bury you. Yeah. Um, and that's when we do the whole kind of Clarence meet. And yeah, this is, that, that's 90 minutes. And that's like, but I'm, that's, I'm I mean, already that, exhausted. Not, yeah, but that 90 minutes is one of the best films ever made, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you've still got 40 minutes of this absolute catharsis and redemption, yeah. which just tops off yeah. the, your euphoria. Yeah, and so again, Clarence comes in. Clarence shows him what what the life is, and that's the moment when George Bailey realizes, and he's comes not back a failure, is he? He's yeah. not a failure. And in in fairness, again, um, it because film, films of that nature get ran normally ninety minutes, hundred minutes. It yeah. doesn't end short with again, with like George coming back. They give no, it, it time. They give you time to actually bask in the yeah. goodness of the movie. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's good though, isn't it? Yeah, it's and it's fantastic. not often done. It's brilliant because nothing, the last 10 or 15 minutes is just him in his house with everybody coming in with more money. Yeah, like but it's great. Like, he comes back, he has a family, his, his little girl's got a stiff better. He um he, he comes to the, the, uh, the, um, the, the banister, which always comes away in his hand. Yeah, and, and previously that was, time, that was a sign of frustration. Like, yeah. oh my God, this banister always comes away. And now it's like, oh, thank God, this banister. <laughs> and, now, in that, and then he hugs his family, his, his wife's back. He says, I'm back. He says, yeah, whatever's, I'm, you know, I'm so happy with what I've got. But, but at this point, say, he doesn't know that there's money coming on. No, he thinks he's he? going to jail still. Yeah, he's but still he's happy. still happy. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then he, and he comes back in again, the richest man in town quote. He, he gets, yeah. Clarence gets his wings and it's, it's, oh, it's a ride. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I, I am known to cry quite a lot of films, I have to say, but yeah. um, I tend to find that the films that I find the most genuinely emotional, I don't explode with tears. I just kind of quietly sob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would say that about 30% of this film, I was quietly sobbing and not necessarily sobbing because I was sad, but sobbing at the pure joy of George Bailey. I mean, it sounds really pretentious, but I was, there were moments in the first 90 minutes of the film that are just so moving. I know, well, you really you on feel, George's feel side. Welling up. Yeah, you're on George's side, you want him to succeed. And also, you can understand his frustrations. He's the everyman, isn't he? Which is why I think James Stewart is such a great yeah. actor in this role, because he is the everyman. Isn't yeah, George, he? He plays George isn't perfect. Yeah, George, no, George he isn't, isn't perfect. He's not, he has he's not these really... aspirations as well, doesn't he? He wants to leave yeah. um, and, the town. He, yeah, he, he, you know, he snaps at Donna Reed, who's doing nothing but yeah. coming on to him. Yeah. He's he's you know he's he's sometimes he's getting short with his family. He's not he's not the paragon. He's normal. He's he's he's, he's an ordinary guy trying to do his best, and it turns out you know his best has been great for the fact of the town and for his himself yeah. for the last yeah. you know, 30 years and yeah, yeah. just yeah but you're right it, it's it's one of those movies where you just want to i last saw this pre-family um and so now having seen it with yeah, a family it's, it's different isn't it it's, it's different. really different oh, it's really oh, hard. It's it, it really does you're right because i last saw this before um i mean i saw it, it was just a long long time ago when i last saw yeah. this and um you know i always, i remember enjoying it um but you know, there's not the connection. I suppose it, it's not just not. It doesn't quite hit, doesn't? It doesn't quite kick as as hard no, I, as it does I, now. I, I was, I was, cause I was, it was going to be a rewatch for me. I was expecting a well-made film with a good yeah. cast that told yeah. a nice story, and I and I knew where it was going to go. And yeah. oh, the 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 emotional gut punches and then the and the, and the yeah. catharsis at the end. The cath- it's the catharsis, oh, isn't it? It just makes it. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah, catharsis. It's... That's the point where I was sobbing and sobbing and sobbing, and that just it was just. Oh, I don't, I can't, you know, I'm, you get lost for words a little bit, but it was a, a beautiful, joyous exhalation. 
Yeah, and you right. think a movie, it begins with a, a you know, to be honest, rather naff special effect with the stars twinkling and talking. Yeah, but it's about... endearing, though, isn't it? But, yes, I know what you but, mean. but you, yeah. you think it's going to be that kind of movie. Um, yeah, you do. And, you and, do. But also at the same time, you have the very sincere prayers of people saying, please help George, yeah. help my friend George. I guess even that's that... moving, isn't it? That, well, that's it. That's a completely And you don't vibe. know anything that's, that's, that's going a, on. That's through a snowy backdrop of just tow- of houses and you hear people praying. And it's like... Mm. That's unusual. You don't get that kind of that opening to a movie. Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, you, it, it's for, for the for the fact it's based around you know a, a fantastic leap of magical realism that um, the, the yes. angels come down yes. to save George, yes. which really doesn't he doesn't it's, alter the, the course of George's life. He he shows him what his life. He shows him that his life is. He kind of opens his eyes to a wonderful life, yeah. but he doesn't. He doesn't get in there and do the collection himself. This is all the family in no, town, yeah, this, yeah, true, which is great. It, yeah. It's like so. It's that real Christmas Carol thing, I and mean, the whole thing is is a modern Christmas Carol where he sees his, his, his past, his present, his future, or his, his alternate future. Yeah, I um, agree. And it's it's all, and then he realizes what there is. But it is interesting that yeah, in in this version, George is not the Scrooge character. He's the, he's the Bob Cratchit, and the Scrooge character <laughs> yeah. remains unrepentantly and completely evil. And it's yeah. it's kind of the ugly face of capitalism. And this was in 1946. This is in yeah, I know, I know. This is saying that the 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 guy who's who's almost the guy who does the plastic factory is okay. Um, but the guy who's who's yeah. who's who's, who's the, the banker, it, the, the, the person that signifies capitalism, yeah, is utter evil. Yeah. Without, without who, yeah, and it's, it's yeah. not just evil as in he's there to be evil. He's explained to be evil because he's he's twisted with hate and envy. And, he, and, and he's he exploitative, goes, isn't he? It's, yeah. he's just oh god, he's just. But they, but, yeah, he's, not, he's not just there, even though he is just there to be evil. It's not just like he's a villain. It's like Potter, you know, has, doesn't have what we have, and that's made him twisted and envious. Twisted. Yeah, he's and malevolent. That's why, isn't and that's he? why he's trying to hurt us. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, so it's interesting that Potter doesn't get a comeuppance. He doesn't get the eight grand back at the end of a movie. He doesn't know that's it as well. He doesn't give the eight grand back. He keeps he pockets the eight grand. Yeah, so Potter's eight grand richer. But you also know that, yeah, Potter is is in his office because you see George, George actually waves in the window and says, Merry Christmas, you old slow, cynical man or whatever. Yeah. And so that's Potter's fate. He is in his office on Christmas Day alone. Um, and George is surrounded by more people than he can count who want nothing but to wish him well. Yeah. But, and, and the people, so the FBI issue, issued a statement about um, It's a Wonderful Life when it was released, basically saying that um, by casting Lionel Barrymore as a Scrooge type character, um, it would discredit bankers and make him the most hated man in America. And that this was a common trick used by communists. <laughs> it, um, it deliberately maligned the upper class, attempting to show people who had money were mean and despicable characters. It's interesting. But, and again, but this is America in the 40s. You know, we just, you know, finished the war fighting fascism and all that kind of stuff. And communism yeah. isn't fascism, I guess. But at the same time, you know, you, you're not too far away from the McCarthyite kind of um uh, trials, etc. Um, and the, feel like the, it's, it's 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 very it's very kind of uh, communal capitalism. Yes, everybody's pooling yes, their money to is, help each it? other out. Absolutely. Well, that is that's called, called, that's, that's called socialism, isn't it? It's, it's called socialism. Communal like, capitalism. Yeah. Invented it, a new thing. <laughs> but that's what it is. The, the, and it's interesting, isn't it? The film does represent that as well. And the irony, of course, is that James Stewart was a very strong um, Republican <laughs> in 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 the day as well. But anyway, that's not the point. But the point is, is that it. I think it presents an it presents an idealized view or an ideal view of American society where people are in it, supporting each other and helping each other. And whatever you call that, 
Yeah. That sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Right? It's, it's very clearly articulated great. too. Again, on like on, on the Wall Street crash day, George Bailey is explaining to the people yeah. they don't have their money in a big vault. You you give us your money, yeah. we buy a, another someone yeah. else's house yeah. with it. We they bought, give yeah, us money, you, we yeah. buy someone else's yeah. house with it. Yeah, exactly. You're in, you're, you're you live in a house um built by um was it Bailey loans and bonds? Yeah. It's it's and brilliant. It, it's just brilliant. Yeah, Everything about working, it is absolutely yeah. brilliant. Why should a why should a you know working man have to save for fifty years yeah. before we can live in a decent place? Yeah. Why can he have it now? Why can he have a bath now? Yeah. A wall now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's absolutely. it's so it's it's. I mean, there's some interesting ideas. There. It's not just that George Bailey is, I don't know, working in a post office making stamps every day. You know, just getting on with things. He's making a difference, and he's fighting for this for this building a business life. But he's doing it reluctantly. Yeah, in in a, in a lot of instances as well, isn't he? It's, it's and this is what I love about the character, yeah. and what I love about James Stewart in this as well. You get that his face just yeah. exemplifies the struggle, the kind of internal struggles that he has. One minute he's almost um, hyper euphoric yeah. at what he's doing, he's saying hello to everybody and all this stuff. The next minute he's racked yeah. because he's not fulfilling his dreams, yeah. <laughs> even but though he's, be, he's fulfilling everyone else's dreams. But ironically, he's incredibly good at it because when, as soon as he's called to action, he leaps into action. At yeah, the he does, doesn't alone. he? And he yeah. can make the case for it. He can, he can, he can keep it afloat during the Great Depression. He yeah. can, he can build houses and get people in. And he's not, like I say, when he when he's moving people to houses, he's not reluctant. He's like giving them bread and salt and wine, and yeah, he's, exactly. he's driving them to their new houses. So yeah, he leaves, he's there. He he's there when they open the doors, isn't he? Yeah, he absolutely loves it. Except that. He's he's got that that pull on him, but except when he's when he's doing the job, he's great at the job. And when he's when he's top to take breath, he thinks, "Is this all?" Because even in his his house, he's got a, again one of the things he when his lowest moment, he destroys a model bridge. So clearly, yeah. he's got his little architect's nook in his kind of hobby yeah, space. Yeah, because that's what he wanted to be. He's still wasn't it? Yeah. Here's an interesting thing in terms of the the the, the themes of the movie, and it's again, it, it kind of places it in the forties. Is that again George? But the Bailey House has an Abraham Lincoln portrait on the wall, which is so strange to think you'd have that. Yeah. And Mr. Potter has a Napoleon bust frowning down on people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. They're the moral centres right there. They are the moral centres right there. I also find it amazing that his daughter, one of his daughters, is called Zuzu. <laughs> it is just incredible. What? Where, where did that come from, Zuzu? Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that Lionel um, Lionel Barrymore in this film has quite an um, he has a, a thankless task, really, doesn't he? Because but he 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 plays Henry Potter brilliantly as well, right? Um, slimy, vengeful, um, you know, in, insecure, malevolent, and he plays it perfectly as well. So I I, I feel a little bit for Lionel Barrymore because you really hate. Henry Potter, you hate him so much. You, oh God, he's just awful. But Lionel Barrymore plays him so well. And what is in four scenes? But they talk about him so much. You just know he's that malevolent presence. presence. Yeah, his presence is brilliant. There are also some. um, Just know one slip up, and yeah, and he's there. (laughs) It's true, isn't it? He's waiting. He hated his. He hated his dad. Yeah, and he hates George. He's the heavy hand of the market. Yeah, exactly. But also there's the implication that kind of Potter's enmity drove um, George Senior or Bailey Senior yeah, into yeah. an early grave. Is yeah, that, that, exactly. It's a generational thing. Absolutely. There are a couple of actors uh, who we have seen recently in this year's Weekend at Crombie's oh, yes, yes. oeuvre. So we have Thomas Mitchell. I spotted again, Thomas Mitchell, Uncle yeah. Billy. I hadn't realised how many good films Thomas Mitchell was in in the, in the 30s and 40s. This is so, it. I was thinking, like, you know, he'd be a byword in the 30s and 40s. But now it's oh, yeah. like, because he wasn't headlining anything, he just... 
by the way, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he's Oscar winner. You know, he was in Stagecoach, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, as the drunken doctor, he got great like role noon. in that. High Noon, great. The kind of the almost like the 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 counter moral argument in in High Noon as well. That was a fantastic that great speech in, in the noon. church. Yeah? yeah. Oh, absolutely brilliant. And um, he plays. I think this is he plays a slightly bumbling character in this, but yeah. it doesn't. He doesn't. He in this film he doesn't have the scene, does he? Like no, he had no. in Stagecoach or or in High Noon. But he's still a presence. And also Ward Bond is in this as well, um, as Bert the cop. And uh, we would have seen Ward Bond in Stagecoach and um, my darling Clementine as one of the Earp brothers. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah he was Virgil Earp, wasn't he? He was, uh, he was Virgil Earp. So the, these, these characters, they get around a bit, don't they, these character yeah. actors? <laughs> um, really do. So what do we know about Frank Capra? Because, again, this, this is crazy. This movie bombed. And then yeah. 30 years later, because Capra, I think J- James Stewart is very fond of this movie. Um, who who is sorry? Jimmy Stewart's very fond of. Oh, him. is it? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he said that he, Harvey was his favourite. I love Harvey, um, but I have not seen Harvey. You've not seen Harvey? Seen. Oh, Harvey's a, <laughs> Harvey's a fantastic Jimmy Stewart movie. Um, oh, but, no. but this he also is a soft spot for. Um, but well, again, won- yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a wonderful life. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Harvey, you can't yeah. take it with you. Yeah. Mr. Deeds goes to town. It happened one night. Yeah, all good films, aren't they? I have to say, I'm not overly familiar with Capra though. Other than this film, I've got to say. Yeah, because I know he, um, again, he he used the character of Martini, the Italian immigrant, uh, in terms of... Uh, to represent him almost. To represent yeah. him, yeah. Put him yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, maybe just a uh, fella fella. If the FBI didn't like it, maybe he didn't get much more from that. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? And um, I don't know what, I don't know whether he was part of the kind of McCarthy witch hunts, as it were, in the... Um, in in the 40s and 50s you don't know dear but um i mean he has a hefty filmography in the 40s and the yeah. 30s definitely um and i mean to be honest i probably need to i need to seek out more film i need to seek out harvey first of all yeah. there's yeah. something i tell you what there's something about the poster of harvey that makes me not want to watch it it looks <laughs> a bit too twee uh, okay and I just think, oh, surely it's not that good. But I know, I know it is good. And given that James Stewart isn't, I should probably watch it, right? Yeah, um, it's definitely worth a watch. It's okay. it's, it's it's from his best era. Though. I mean, James Stewart is always good, but um, this is like peak Stewart. Well, I I mean, what um, it's a wonderful life says for me, and it's probably something I knew anyway. But that this rewatch has really kind of helped solidify this. I think uh, James Stewart is my favorite actor um because i i have never seen well apart from airport 77 which he is in (laughs) (laughs) i i have never seen a bad film that he is in and in the good films that he is in of which it is almost all of them he is the best thing in them Uh, and and even films that are not as well known as things like rear window or vertigo or um uh you know or you know it's a wonderful life you know destry destry right again yeah, yeah he's great in that and that's a good film isn't it he's written he's a young um james stewart now but he, uh, he's got verve and he really i don't know he's just he embodies the characters that he plays you you believe every single jimmy stewart film i've seen you believe in his character don't you yeah yeah right? I, you yeah, just I, believe in him i agree i think he's absolutely fantastic and this is a great showcase for him oh. 
Oh, incredible showcase. I like what you said that the age, he ages in this film. The scenes where he's at home and he's lost the 8,000 and he is cuddling his son, hugging him as hard as he can because he, he doesn't want to let him go. Yeah. He's, you know, he's he's unshaven, even though he wasn't unshaven, you know, a few <laughs> hours ago. He's unshaven. His eyes have got black bags under them. He looks yeah. disheveled. He looks, he looks like he's at the end of his life, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know? And there's there's other scenes where he's praying in um martinis as well isn't he that the scene yeah. where he prays in martinis he says, i'm not a praying man god but can you can you can you hear me here can you hear me can you help me can you help me and um it's incredible because right? it's quite a light-hearted film up until that point right really isn't it it's a character study of his life and then it it just changes it flips and it's desperate and he's got that desperation in him. i absolutely believe that he was going to jump off that bridge yeah, and this is the funny thing, because we we are told in the first scene, um, we're told that everyone's concerned about him, and the angels say, a man down there, George Bailey, is considering throwing away the greatest gift of all, the gift of life. Mm. So we know it's going to happen. It's going to happen, you, yeah. But as you watch the whole, his life unfold, you've no idea. It's, it's like that thing hanging over you, but you're just so into the story of George yeah. Bailey. You completely yeah. forget it's going to end really badly. Again, we've yeah. talked about this. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, and again, I think that's absolute testament to to James Stewart and his 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 performance in this. I, I yeah, there, was, I there wasn't one scene. There wasn't scene like in in you know meeting Diane Reed or in the the one on the bank or you know just building the houses or turning down Potter. Not one of those scenes. were thinking, well, come on, get to the bit where he's going to be in trouble. It's like I'm enjoying this scene. This is you, great, yeah, this is it. You're this is a great it. scene. This is a great scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great story, isn't it? Right, it's it's a like a like... novel. It's like when, when, you read, when you're into that novel, you want the next chapter and you enjoy That's that exactly chapter. Right. Yeah. I completely agree. Now, um, it, it's a slight side point, but um, there's there's a, a book that I've read. It, it's got nothing to do with. It's not set at Christmas. Um, I mean, you know, actually, it's a wonderful life. It isn't really set at Christmas, is it? It's just the denouement we'll, we'll, is at we'll Christmas. We'll come on to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, one um, one of my favourite books is a prayer for Owen Meany by um, John Irving, um, who did um, The World According to Garp and um, a couple of other books as well that are quite well known. But it's a, it's an absolute tome. It's a huge book, right? And it's about this child called Owen Meany, who is, um, he's withered, he's small, he's weak, but he's got a character that is incredible and um he 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 has this really close friend and anyway the 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 book which is you know seven eight hundred pages builds up to this thing that happens right at the end of the book right and you kind of know it's coming because there are points in the book that allude to it and there are things that owen meany does that help prepare for what happens at the end of the book even though owen meany might not necessarily know why he's doing those things but in effect the thing, and I'm not going to give it away, so this isn't a great story, but the thing that <laughs> happens that the whole book is leading up to, in the end, it's incredible, but it's the story of Owen Meany that's even more incredible, right? And that's what, this reminded me of that, and I got goosebumps thinking about A Prayer for Owen Meany, really do, okay. and this is the same thing. The thing at the end of It's a Wonderful Life is an absolute cherry on the cake but it's the cake that is so delicious and that yeah. you want to spend time with, isn't it? Yes, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, there is. It's, yeah, it's it's a wonderful film. It's, <laughs> it, it, it is. It is, it? It is yeah, that it thing is. of just, you're, you're just, you're just caught up. You, you love the story, you love the characters, 
you're happy where it goes. You're crushed when it goes badly, and you're you are. You're and that's another again. sign of it. You know, you, you oh god, my anxiety levels. I start crying when things are going bad. No, George, no. And yeah. I've seen oh, the yeah, film it was, before. Yeah, it was just like, don't do it, Billy. Come yeah. on, you, don't, yeah. you find find the money, find the money. Yes. Oh god. And again, it's it's not it's not because yeah. Billy was again. Billy was slightly careless, but no, no malice or anything like that. No, he's it's just, just, he's just it's a simple slip because yeah. everyone was so excited that Harry was coming home from yeah. war. Um, you know, he's coming home alive and a hero. Everyone's he's, he's the town hero. He's in the papers, and a slip was made, and Potter had just given the bloody money back. Oh God! But again, but on the other hand, had he done that, George would would still be thinking he had a frustrated life. So that was almost a necessary catharsis yeah, it was. because yeah, now he now he he can truly appreciate everything he has and. The fact that because it's almost like again it's this thing that um you never actually know because George Bailey would never ask any people what do you think no. of me uh, have, no. have I helped you do you, do you like me it's we didn't even ask anyone for help it's no, not until did, did the word got out that he needed help that it became clear how much he's regarded it's like yeah. um yeah you know, you're, you're here you eulogy at your funeral and you're too late to appreciate it it's just like yeah it's true it's, isn't it it's yeah like that's no it. One, no one would have told him, and he never would have asked. And now he knows, and that's a that's yeah. a great thing. Well, that's why I love I love I love the quote that Harry has when all the money's been delivered and everyone's in the house and everyone's loving him. A toast to my big brother George, the richest man in town. At that point, I, I'd gone. Yeah. I, you know, I I was just floored. Yeah, and it's 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 that thing. It's like you know, Harry. You know, he's he's the young, handsome war hero. He's mm. come back, and he's like. My big brother George, isn't he wonderful? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Don't stop <laughs> it. Oh, you. Oh. Oh, oh, but, but I mean, we, we, we did talk about the fact that we alluded to it briefly. This, not, there is nothing in this film at Christmas until the end, <laughs> isn't there? And I suppose one of the yeah, points yeah. there is that the, the it, 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 his, his crisis and Clarence's appearance, they need to happen at Christmas, don't they? Because it's the point at which the family come together. Yeah. And it's the point at which people spend time together. And it's the point of most need, isn't it? It's that kind of thing. So it's, it has to happen then. But um, And it feels Christmassy as a consequence of it, I guess. And but an, there angel isn't really is, an angel is coming down as well. I mean, that's that's obviously oh, a Christmas. I suppose thing. it is a bit. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. you know, it, and I, I suppose the other thing that makes it feel Christmassy, even though a lot of it isn't say at Christmas, is... The, the 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 allusions to um, a Christmas Carol as well. It's got the same similar structure, doesn't it? You know, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely kind of got, well. taking its inspiration from Christmas Carol. Yeah. It's interesting that again, all the they're not even flashbacks, but George's life. There's no other point that touches on Christmas. It's not like these are Christmases no, that's what I mean. long ago. No, no, no. no you don't, you don't see five Christmases, do you? Yeah, it's it's every every point is almost a different point in the year. It's getting it's just vignettes of his life, mm. and it's no no other Christmases. So yeah, that's um. So this is the the one and only Christmas. On the other hand. I don't know the the redemptive nature, you know. At the, it again, it's got that rebirth of that, yeah, that feeling. Yeah. It's it's again, in terms of festivities, you're right. It's it's not. You'd watch it at Christmas, and it would mean more to your Christmas, not just because it ends there, but it's that feeling. You have a really good cry. <laughs> you'd, uh, yeah, you do. And, and you feel good, don't you, about yeah. humanity and people? I mean, maybe it's the end the of the year is a, it's, a, it's a time for reflection. It's a time for you know for again being around people and, and thinking back on stuff yeah. it feels a if not christmasy a festive one yeah well it's a frame of mind isn't it yeah <laughs> you know it's that it's a christmasy frame of mind in that context which i think is really good about it you're right yeah and um you know it's obviously watched at christmas because the ending is a christmas film but I, i'd almost be like to people just watch this anytime you don't, <laughs> yeah. have, don't wait till christmas to watch this oh, watch no. it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you'll, if you're feeling down watch this film 
because the, you know as you say you know a, a, um, a man isn't a failure if he has friends what if you're feeling like you've had a bad day or that you know people don't care watch this film you'll know people do it's, yeah. this isn't just a film this is a bloody self-help guide yeah it it's, really is again it's, it's still it's that, how you should live it's interesting again how it met the same or other the how the Shawshank Redemption followed in its footsteps mm. and having the same idea. Because it's got a theme, similar vibe as well, hasn't it? Similar, it's funny how both didn't catch the imagination yeah, in the movies. The time, yeah. But as soon as you start watching it and someone presses it into your hands, they watch this movie, yeah. um, people love yeah. it. And it's that same thing about, again, in Shawshank, it's more about hope than it is about faith. But this is... Yes, that's the, true. I guess that's yeah. the, the kind it's of the similar, similar things, though, aren't they? The yin and yang, hope yeah, and so, faith, Yeah, don't, don't let go. Have faith in yourself. Yeah, yeah. This kind yeah. Of stuff. So it's, it's, it's a similar thing. But yeah, it's interesting that it... it it takes that kind of reach inside you because it's 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 not flashy or glitzy, but I'm still amazed this took thirty years to catch the imagination. Well, thirty years and kind of a licensing slip up. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe when it was released, maybe the audience didn't want. I don't know. You know, j- just post-war. Yeah, maybe they yeah, wanted to be reminded know. of the depression, yeah, of the yeah, wars, of the maybe, maybe. Maybe they wanted again. This is maybe why Frank uh, Capra fell out of favour because they wanted more brightly coloured, glitzy, yeah, enthusiastic, yeah. big things. Yeah, exactly. And it's, know, it's it, amazing that again, the one of the contemporaries, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, did an awful lot better than mm. this because it's a lot more accessible. Um, it's a lot more right accessible away. and it's you know it's set in a large department store for a lot of the time which you yeah. know it's quite exciting isn't it you know this is effectively the story of a man who whose ambitions are unfulfilled until yeah. he realizes that they haven't they are fulfilled right you know but yeah. you, you've got to get through a lot of that before which that. is a yeah, complex thought it's, 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 it's it absolutely is it's yeah. very complex yes and you it can is. enjoy it you can enjoy it without fully realizing that you can mm. enjoy it as a film but like I say, the, the, the second watch, as my life has moved on a bit more, mm. really hits more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think um, it, you know, watching this with a family is a different experience. You know, it, I, I always found this movie, you know, great, engaging. I've never had the emotional reaction to it as I did when I watched it this time, though. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm sure that is because as you get older and you have people who you have lost as well, you know, that you love and you lose and you have people that depend on you more. Um, it means a lot more. I'm welling up now, you know, Just think about the, and you, 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 you can be quite melancholy when you get older as well, but you have, this helps you remember the people's lives that you've touched and, and the, the lives of people that touched you too yeah. right yeah it's just beautiful it's an incredible film it's absolutely stone cold classic and i don't oh, know why it took yeah. me so long to rewatch it I'm, uh, i know i might yeah yeah i know yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put this on the regular rotation i think every couple of years well i just think if i ever feel a bit down i'm just gonna yeah. pop it on keep the emotional tanks topped up but um yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll take a, a break there to uh to dry the tears and then obviously <laughs> it may be quite clear what we're going to market but let's find out what scores we're going to give this movie well let's not forget we're going to give it a quality score and a festivity and score a festivity aren't we score. that could be Indeed. tricky but let, well, let's find out There's, there is a mystery element there so let's go yes uh well um <laughs> I I don't know. I I've been cry, I I cried so much um that when I walked into my kitchen where the evening spread is laid out my family 
they were worried about me and I gave everyone a big hug and I said you know I love everyone I love you all um, and I gave a little speech to each individual member of my family and my extended family as well about what I loved about them. Oh, that's a um, beautiful thing. Now, beautiful. Now, I mean, it went now, on for ages, but... <laughs> did, did this speech include a mark out of five? Because if it didn't... It did. You know, it I gave did every good. single person in my family a mark out of five. Excellent. Uh, you know, some people didn't get five. Yeah, no. uh, but you've got to be honest, haven't you? Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, look, oh, you, this, is, this is one of the most redundant scores ever because you can tell... I mean, if I gave this a one, we, oh, I loved it so much, but it's a one because there's a scene in it. No, of course not it's in colour. It's a, it's not in colour. Yeah, Let's, yeah, colourise it for God's sake. Why hasn't this been colourised? Like saying, why can't poems rhyme? Make it yeah, rhyme. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's a re, I think there's a reason why this film hasn't been remade. Yes, and it's because it's perfect. Yeah, and so therefore it's five disembodied crombie heads. Can you imagine the idiot portraying me make a wonderful life? Well. You say that, but what's what? There have been some dodgy remakes. Well, I mean, you, Disney remaking their entire canon now, but yeah. whoever did this, it'd be like when they remade Psycho, and everyone thought, "Why did you remake Psycho?" <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, why? Why would you remake? Anyway. Why would you remake It's a Wonderful Life? You you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't better it. So there's yeah. no point. It's like I've done the Mona Lisa now, but this time I've used felt tips. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Mona Lisa two. <laughs> no, it's again. I'll, I'll jump as well. Five out of five. It is an absolutely perfect film. It's it's. It's, you know, you're going to say to someone, you know, what are, what are your top five, top ten films? This is easy. This is easy. Oh, it is. Um, so, yeah, really fantastic is. film. But but how festive is this film? <laughs> because, you know, a, a lot of the real estate of the film, mm. there is no snow. <laughs> no, there isn't. There's not a lot of snow in it. I, I think I think the final 40, uh, 30 to 40 minutes or so yeah. does redeem the festivity element of it. But even Ooh, that, yeah, yeah. even even at that point, it's quite a dark moment in the film yeah. as well. Um, I think there's two things for me here. Right. Could. So I, I think often Christmas films that are incredibly festive. Right. I don't want to watch at any other time other than Christmas. Right. Because yeah. it would just be mind blowingly depressing. But But this film is is festive it is festive but i think more importantly than being festive it is filled with humanity right yeah. and and that is the sentiment i think of you know what christmas should be and what life should be right so uh, it depends how you it depends how you see festive is it a purely the most christmasy film i've ever seen no it's probably too mince pies on that but should it represent everything about christmas it's a five <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. i can't really answer <laughs> no i think i think for that it's it's similar yeah it's because of the fact you could take the first 90 minutes yeah. in which there is absolutely zero christmas in it whatsoever apart from the first two seconds when clarence yeah. is there the and first watch it independently and watch yeah. it independently and it's still yeah. fantastic yeah it means it can't really be the most Christmassy of all films, <laughs> but you're right. The the emotional reaction you get at the catharsis yeah. is so again Yule tidy. It's, 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 that it's entwined you... in 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 yeah. the Yule, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's um, it's it's a hard one to place, but I think I'm gonna give it four mince pies because it yeah, okay. feels. I, I well, I I woke up the next morning thinking it was Christmas. So I think that's, yeah. that's, that says a lot about how festive it made me feel. Come on. Yeah, I like the fact that you woke up the next day thinking it was Christmas and you've only given it four mince pies. 
I guess if I, if I woke up next morning and it was Christmas, I'd given it five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's okay. Fair enough. I'm gonna. Okay. You know, I'm. I'm gonna... Windows open and call for a boy to get me a goose. <laughs> you, you persuaded. I'm gonna up my festivity score to three. I think really. There we go. Uh, in, in, in that regard. But again, that is by no means a quality score. We know it's quality. Oh God, no. No. But in some respects, it's it's. It's it's better that it's got a lower festivity score because I could watch this, I could watch this on January the first. I could watch this again. I could go out. Yeah, and I could watch, watch this. It. You know, just you know, let's log off and watch it now. Mind you, it is Christmas. <laughs> it is Christmas, of course. So you know, it would be the perfect time to watch it. But you know, this, this I don't know. For, this could be September the twenty eighth, and I'd be very happy to watch this film. <laughs> True words were never spoken. So, uh, oh with, with that, I think we'll uh, we'll end it here, um, and and who knows what will come next. But until that does, we wish you all a very happy and a very healthy weekend at Crombies. Good evening, all. Weekend at Crombies. But I'll tell you something again. Some some user warning about watching um, "It's a Wonderful Life." We watched it on um, on the Sunday, which is the twenty fourth. So. I, I woke up on the mon- early mon- Monday morning, like four o'clock in the morning, thinking, it's the 25th tomorrow. It's Christmas tomorrow. Oh, my God, it's Christmas. And I was, and I was thinking, we haven't got any food in. We haven't got any presents. Can I get to the shops in time? I haven't booked my slot with a supermarket. What's going on here? And so clearly watching Christmas movies yeah. three months ahead of when you're supposed to can have an adverse effect on you. So be warned. Well, I've, got, 